a tip for Mr. T. Valentine's Day really should be every day. I, I, I pity the fool who have to wait to Valentine's Day to tell his girlfriend or wife that he love her and buy a box of candy. He should do that every day. The following program is in no way representative of the high quality programming usually heard on the Maverick Radio Network. The views expressed and fishing techniques demonstrated are not endorsed by this station. The following is not a news broadcast. Listen, it's time to rock and roll. Where? Right what? here. Who? With Me? you, my friend. Time to rock? It's time to rock. This is the five count. Dustin Wilmes is here and he is ready to rock and Finally. he looks amazing. Thank you. Hey, what's up? How you doing? This is the Five Count Starring Ton. You know, I just have to say that... Um, you love me? Yes, that I love you. And uh, in particular, I think Heather is the most fantastic person uh, possibly that a person could ever know. And uh, she has given us some some kind words about how we sound like we have such a wonderful time and have a great relationship on this show. And... Um, I just want to pull back the curtain a little bit. I tried to tell Heather, but I think all of the listeners should know this as well. You know, it takes a lot <laughs> some days ah. for us to really just be fun and exciting on this program. Because we're the regular people. We have lives like everybody does. Because Stuff we happens. hate each other. And if you knew how hard That's we not work real. to pretend like we're friends and not want to rip each other's throats out like Roadhouse. That's not what I mean. I mean, oh, okay. there's other ex- external things happening in our lives, but this is the golden minute, the golden two hours, the golden time within the week that we actually get to let loose and be buds and have a good time. And shower each other with golden. Yes. Thank you so much golden even though we stopped wearing our golden boxing necklaces i don't know how that happened you know what ton uh it's valentine's day weekend so that's all that matters if you ask me yes happy valentine's day my friend thank you so much listen do you want a uh sea salt caramel almond or you want to save them for later i absolutely do but not now because i'm working oh man they smell delicious i never eat on the job ton you know that that's what they taught me at brown yes good for you are you still paying for brown or? Uh, through the nose. Through and the, I'm not even in the business. Through the rear? The problem is, Ton, I'm paying like $900 a month tuition loan expense for brown. That sounds and, extreme. Uh, I do this show for free. 
So the life choices that I made weren't the best. And I, I feel like if I just had an advisor, had I met you maybe when I was in high school, had I had anyone to say to me, hey, um, maybe don't take out a bunch of loans to get all of this background schooling education for a job that pays you zero dollars. You can do better. Work smarter. Yeah. I didn't listen to those hypothetical people who didn't exist, and now here I am. Well, it makes sense why you push so hard for that Patreon account. Listen, anybody listening out there right now that has pockets just like flush with cash that, you know, if you're the type of guy that you're walking to the grocery store and just like 20s are falling out of your pocket and you don't really realize it, just head on over to thefivecount.com and check out the Patreon page and just join up. You know what I mean? And just give Dusty, throw him a bone or, or 16. Yeah. like you're, fine. Like the absolutely best, loveliest friend you know, Heather. Why doesn't she join us on there if she thinks you're so great? Well, Heather is a person that works multiple jobs and works very hard to take care of her own family, so we can't expect too much. She gave us treats. That's well and good enough. And she's a fantastic person. Well, I agree with you there, Ton. And have I got a treat for you? Uh Uh-huh. It's Valentine's, and we've got an exclusive interview tonight. Oh, yeah. Big doings. Big romantic doings oh man is twitter Lori gonna be here uh no i don't think she uh. listens anymore but i don't want to assume that because i did assume that once of someone else and yeah. now they hate my guts well or at least i assume they do but i shouldn't do that so forget i said that twitter Lori, if you're listening happy valentine's day i hope it's a wonderful one for you ton it's going to be you know why why because we're gonna give her we're gonna give her tonight we're gonna give her and I'll tell you why, because Terry Cahill from FUBAR <laughs> is on the show tonight. <laughs> so we'll be giving her. Oh, man. Isn't that awesome? Canadian dreamboat? Is uh, This is like the most romantic thing I could think of to do this year when, you know, everyone's kind of been shuttered in their homes. Last Valentine's Day just barely squeaked by before we shut down the world. And obviously this year... You can't uh, really go out and find that special someone yeah. at the bar or at Tun's uh, birthday party or wherever it is that you meet women nowadays. Yeah. So you're going to have to stay home and listen to public radio like a sad sack. Serious bummer. But you can make it a little brighter by giving her <laughs> with Terry Cahill of Fubar <laughs> here on the Five Count tonight. That's awesome. This is a good one. This is a good show. It's, it's, I can't wait. Well, you don't have to, Ton, because the show's on right now. Here it is, right now. Here we are. We got some five-count mailbag questions. Do we really? Got uh, some tributes, sadly. We'll get to that later. Ton is specially broken up over the death of the natural Butch Reed. It's a serious deal. Well, you know, he led a good full life. And sadly, he was cheated out of his uh, championship at WrestleMania four when he was ousted from the, uh, the tournament there. Yeah. Got beat by the Mach. Yeah. But he looked good doing it, Tom. He did. That hair? God, I wish I, I wish I had any hair, but if I <laughs> did have my choice of hairs, yeah. it would be the natural Butch Reed's hair. Wow. That's quite a compliment. Well, you know, it's uh, the best thing I could think of to say is, you know, me looking as good as I do, me saying, you know, I'd like to look like someone else, that's high praise. It is. Considering how many people would kill just to have... 
this. That's true. I'm pointing to my head, headal region right now. Yeah, it's absolutely true. Can't deny it at all. Don't even try to deny that. <laughs> I will not. If you are a first-time listener of this program, which I hope that you uh, are not, but if you are, please go to thefivecount.com. You'll see an amazing photo of Dusty somewhere on there, and you might lose your mind over how hot he is and just beefy in general. Also, have you checked out some Five Count Co-op lately? Have you been watching that? What's that? The Five Count Co-op. It's a show on YouTube, the Five Count YouTube channel. It's us playing video games and being completely ridiculous. You just released a video of us playing Lethal Weapon, and it's amazing. It's awesome. It's a Nintendo classic. Yes. Go check that out, man. I know Nintendo was retro, as the kids say, as the tons say. Uh, Is it still the case, or has that gone away again for a second time? I don't know. I don't know, honestly. Because in typical us fashion, I feel like we probably jumped on the bandwagon either way too early or way after the fact. For some reason, we just don't have the knack for hitting something right when it should be hit. Right in in the stride. We're always on the fringes somehow, whichever side it might be. But never when it, we need it the best. And it's making ton yawn as I, I say this, realizing well, how many Saturdays he's wasted <laughs> just by bad timing and bad luck. Well, the thing is, though, that's kind of the, the, mo- the motto of our show, really, between the two of us, is always to just keep doing things that, you know, we're excited or happy to do, makes us happy. So I think it's fine whenever we're doing it. I have no idea, though. I think you are correct. We're beyond um, the kind of resurgence where NES was suddenly kind of popular again and people were really liking it or interested in it. But I think it'll come back around somehow. But it's going to be, it's it's turning into like antique now. You know, it's not it's not just like retro. It's like beyond that now. It's getting pretty old. Like garbage, you mean? I was just uh, talking with somebody about video games earlier today. And it's really interesting to me how much that has changed. And I'm not talking just like graphics-wise or even content-wise. It's like so weird when we played that stuff back then like you paid a set price for that game and you took it home and then you played it and you alone could unlock all of the potential of that game and you could you know do all the things in that game that you wanted and you would beat it and that's that and nowadays it's like games aren't even you pay like this huge price for the one game but then you also have to pay for like a subscription and then you gotta get like download content and then you even pay for like extras and pay for upgrades of your your avatar or whatever and like new weapons and like it's just really weird it's very strange to me it doesn't even see worth seem worth it but people love it people are sucked into that gaming situation extreme so how do we get in on that ton that's the problem well we got to quit everything we're doing and stream on Twitch. I think we need all to. Day. We need to offer incentives like Every day. Uh, pay a ton of extra money and you'll unlock a new outfit, or like maybe he'll. It's kind of a good idea. Get like a, a new helmet, or some kind of like uh, I don't know. Maybe he'll just send you a picture of him in his underwear. Something where you, we need various tiers of things that yeah. you can grind, unlock 
potentially get some extra experience points. And then, I don't know what that all entails, but I just need some money. Yeah, that's an interesting thought. Multi-tiers. Think it over. I'll think about it. Tom, think about this. It's Valentine's Day. Terry Cahill from FUBAR is on the show. We've got some music. We've got good times and great oldies. I'm excited. Let's hear a song or three from FUBAR Universe. The soundtracks. Creeper. Remember the band Creeper? Yeah, man. Let's hear it, shall we? Let's do it.
This is Thor, the Rock Warrior, and you're listening to The Five Count. See you again, old scratch. Yeah. 
So uh, Tron's coming, eh? He ain't here yet. How many? Do you do you shotgun all your beers? No, no. How, Just how like many? sometimes you go to a party, right? And everyone's all fucking loaded, and you're not loaded, so you go up to people and you're like, "How's it going?" And then they're like, "Woo!" And then you're like, "Yeah, okay." And you're trying to talk to them a bit, and they're fucking loaded, and then you realize the only way to keep going is to catch up to them. Yeah. So you shotgun a few, and then you get good and pissed right away. People say that I drink too much People say that I'm out of touch People say, Dina Bud, don't you know that you're getting old It's time to settle down before you're dead and cold Then I poke a hole in that little can I'll raise it up like a man, I stand up nice and tall, and I say, fuck them all.
This is Jim Lee, and I'm listening to The Five Count. We're a happy family. What are you doing, Mr. Lee? Are you listening to The Five Count? I'm listening to The Five Count, Randy, and you can freak that name up all you want, but what do you do for Five Count? I'm trying to get a gig with a band. I was in a band a while ago called Creeper.
And we're back. Oh, giving her, ton. We're giving her. Giving her big time. Welcome back to the five count. That was some music from Canada. A lot of Canadian metal on the program tonight. You know, Canada seems like a great place. Well, just uh, wait till you hear our exclusive interview with Terry Cahill from FUBAR. I'm excited for that. Have you ever thought about moving to Canada? Well, we uh, we live in Minnesota, ton. So I don't know if you know this, but uh, it's not much different than Canada in most respects. Like weather-wise, scenery, maple syrup is plentiful here as well. I suppose it depends on where you're at. Um, in my experience when I went to Canada, it's a lot rougher looking than in Minnesota. Minnesota is like, seems like our, our, our national parks budget is much bigger or state parks budget is much bigger or something like our our woods look more groomed you go into canada and it's immediately apparent that it's like rough raw rugged outdoors stuff going on there so you're right i am surprised that you don't live there it's really interesting it sounds like they should rename the country to tonada well i don't know if you got to do the whole country but well, at least the toughest, manliest parts. I wouldn't mind moving there. I wouldn't mind checking it out. Kind of like how Quebec is sort of like separate in a way. Yeah. From the rest of Canada. They yeah. should just take the toughest, grittiest, ruggedest parts of Canada and uh-huh. rename it Tunada. Tunada. I'm, I mean, I'm for it if they really wanted to do that, but. And then Thor could move. Yes. To Tunada. Can we just live near Thor? Thor and Helix. I would love that. We'll be neighbors with ton. I would love it. That'd be great. It seems like a good time. You know what I'm saying? It seems like you would just basically have a good time all the time. You mean giving her? Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. I'd love to be giving her just 24-7. Give her, ton. Give her. Terry Cahill coming up. It's going to be awesome. It's Valentine's Day. Uh, We uh, got some mailbag questions also. If you're interested in that. Yeah, I am. Well, here's one from Billy Floyd Shouts. Oh, yeah. He's the most romantic fella I know. He really is. This side of Tonada. Particularly towards me, he's very romantic most of the time. Can't blame him. You should just see how he slides into my DMs all the time. Into your what? The DMs. Just sliding into those DMs. Direct messages, Dust. Get with me, would you please? Here's his question if you're decent. Oh, I'm ready. If you could choose any current or former woman wrestler to be your Valentine, who would you choose? Signed, William Floyd Indoor Voice from Wasika, Tanada. I'm going to go with Alexa Bliss. I thought you were going to say Luna Vachon. No. Going with Alexa Bliss. Who is Alexa Bliss? What do you mean? Which one is she? I seriously am not sure. What? You don't remember that name? I know the name, but I don't... What is she one of the... She's new. She's newer. She's newer. She was a champ for a long time. Well, that doesn't mean anything. She was... Uh, Everybody gets a belt if you're there long enough. Alexa Bliss. Let's just pull up a picture. She's that shorter one who, okay. who wore the pigtails for a while. Sort of like what's the, what's the Joker oh, chick okay. thing. The one that looks like she's 12. No, that just makes it seem gross. She doesn't look Yeah, you're telling me, Ton. But you know what? You made your choice. I mean, we're just talking about being a Valentine. I would say, yeah, I would go with that. Awesome Kong? I would go with that. 
Alright, fair enough. I mean, what am I going to do? That's fine. That's good enough to me. I like it. What about a former? Do you have a former? Bertha Fay? Um. Wendy Richter? Rockin' Robin? I know you want some old school chick. The Jumping Bomb Angels? I don't know, dude. You know, Elizabeth? But she's not really a wrestler. I don't remember any being like, you know, really being into any of the women wrestlers back then. Um, well, pick a guy wrestler then. Maybe Floyd Childs shouldn't have assumed who you would want to be your Valentine. If you want to say Hillbilly Jim, you can. I don't. I don't, though. I want, I'm want. i trying to think of someone. Why don't you say yours? Well, you want Alexa Bliss to be your Valentine because she's the one woman on the roster who's shorter than you? I don't know. Dust, you of all people <laughs> know that I'm not that at comment. all afraid of tall chicks. Um, well, I'd also, I guess, Asuka. I'd be open to Asuka. Asuka? Yeah, Asuka. The, the Bellas would be fine, probably. So now um, you're picking all of them. All of them, yeah. I mean, what am I going to say? I'm trying to look through it here. Oh, actually, you know what? I take it all back. Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose. That's a, That seems like an obvious answer, but... Which one is that now? Mm. Is that one of the other blonde ones that looks the same? Yeah. You're essentially picking the same person, but just slightly different names. Yeah. So this is just, I mean, I don't know. It seems like, on one hand, I feel like it's kind of like a like an obvious choice type thing and it and it makes it bad actually you know what if this is really new maybe i would say no now to that actually honestly no actually no that looks like she had a weird lip job as soon as women start doing that like lip jobs and weird stuff to your face and you don't look like a regular person anymore i'm out <laughs> they start looking like kenny rogers yeah here's the real here's the real answer you know who the real answer is Lana. Lana is the real answer, dude. Ton, you seem to have a type. Lana. If you don't mind me saying. Um, well, I would also actually fully say uh, Bailey, even. I would say Bailey. But we're talking about these wrestler chicks. I mean, what am I going to say? Lana is nice, though. She has long legs. All right, there you go, Floyd Shouts. All the blonde ladies apparently would be Ton's Valentine. I'm just saying. I would probably say uh, Naomi, so then somebody could call my mama. Sure. Or maybe Luna Vachon. Luna Vachon. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, those are all good, right? Those are good answers. It's fine. Why why does there have to be ridicule? You know what? Liv Morgan, I thought she was pretty. Take a look at that. I'm realizing now that uh, Naomi, though. Naomi is a good one, too. That was the one I picked. I know. Naomi's a real good one can't go out with us ton get your own date get one of the 19 faceless nameless blonde ladies that you named off and you could go to jake stadium pizza listen have a happy valentine's by yourself i thought we've had this conversation even in real life um why do it why do why do you gotta ridicule why do you gotta ridicule about that who am i ridiculing like no matter who you chose I would never, ever be like, oh, God, okay, yeah, you, great. Have a fun time with that chick. <laughs> like, what is that? Ton, I'm just if you're making, interested in it. I'm just making a mental note that you listed off nine different people who all look exactly alike. 
But this is all just like, well, no, Lana is much taller than the other ones that I mentioned. I would definitely, well, this is weird to talk about this openly on air. That's very odd. And I did choose a bunch of blondes. If you remember correctly, I was with a blonde for quite a while. And then I wasn't with any blondes for a long time. I know, my mom is still broken up about that. Yeah. So let's move on. Even when I, when I, uh, when my dad met my wife or first saw my my wife right now he was even like taken aback and was just kind of like oh uh." to the point where it was weird and i had to ask him like what what is your deal and he was like he was like well i just i mean you always had a blonde you know i don't know i just figured you'd be figured to have a blonde (laughs) i was like what but uh so that was strange so I'm totally open to a lot of things, Dust. But just in the weird wrestling realm, those are the ones that came up. Those are the ones that came up. There you go, Floyd Shouts. I hope that was the right answer. What do you think Floyd Shouts' Valentine would be? Any answer is the right answer. He has some, some specific women wrestlers that he's sweet on. And I think he's even, like, talks to them on... He slides into their DMs also. But they're for different uh, from different companies. Did he met, did he say WWE? Just wrestler. Yeah, there's one that he talks to. I think online that I would also agree, and I don't think she's a blonde. I would also agree. Yes. Is it the one from when we Valentine. saw the wrestling show at the Cato Ballroom that know. knocked my hat off? Maybe. Yeah, that one was good. I forget her name though. She was not nice. I don't know. Ton, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm a... He'll tell us. That's what's going to happen. He he will get on the internet, and he will tell us what the correct answer is and ridicule me for all of my choices, which I think is weird because when it comes to love, Dust, there should be, there should be no ridicule. When it comes to love. When it comes to listen love. Listen to you. Nobody said anything about love. It should just be... These women don't love you. Well... They're using you for your fame. We're talking about... Wrestling is a stepping stone to get to ton, to get to Hollywood, and everyone knows that. (laughs) Yeah, I wonder if he's talking about AEW people. Who's B. Priestley or... I don't know any of those people. Tay Conti, Shayna, Shauna. Conti? Someone's name is Brandi Rhodes. Britt Baker, is she the champ? Who's Britt Baker? Uh, I'm going to choose Pace Picanti as my Valentine. Pace Picanti. Very good. Sounds exotic. Who was that other? Was it Emma? I really liked Emma, but I think she's not a part of the business or anything anymore because she had she has some kind of health problems or I think she actually had something that affected her skin. And so they she probably has a broken heart because you never got back to her. Valentine request. I think she's Australian. Emma, I liked her. Was that a down under joke, Ton? Because this is a no. family show. No, it's not at all. I just said I liked her. Ah, oh, fair enough. Ton, we've got Terry Cahill from Fubar on the show tonight. We'll be giving her. Tell me about Fubar and your relationship with Fubar. There's Fubar Part One. There's Fubar Part Two. There is a TV show called Fubar: Age of Computer. I didn't know the TV show. And now there's uh, a mobile app game i think really and also terry cahill is on the new season of trailer park boys wow i had no idea so there's a lot to get to there is in case you have been missing out you got a lot of 
catch can't, it up to do. I can't expand much because I'll be honest. I'm pretty sure you exposed me to it. I'm pretty sure you introduced me to FUBAR. I'm always exposing myself. Yeah, particularly to me, which I can appreciate in certain ways. But, uh, yeah, so it's not super extensive, but I do like it. I think it's great. Good times. Love it. Did you ever think that uh, we'd have Terry Cahill on the program? I really did not. Did you ever think someone would park their car right outside of where we're recording for 28 minutes and leave it running and rattle all the windows and wreck everything? No, very strange, but teach their own, I guess. Well, on that note, let's uh, hear our interview with Terry Cahill, shall we? Yes, let's do it. We are back, and we're joined on the phone by the one and only Terry Cahill. You might remember him from the film FUBAR. Terry, how you doing today? Oh, hey, Dustin, it's Terry. Terry, how you doing today? Oh, not too bad. Not too bad. Sorry, I had to get some quarters for the payphone. No, that's all right. I appreciate you calling me. Thank you. Oh, no problem at all. How's it going down in Minnesota? Uh, not too bad. It's uh, probably not too uh, different than up there in Canada, I assume. Oh, well, it's a big country, so you never know. But yeah, we're in Alberta here. It's a little snowy for sure. Well, Terry, I know you got a lot of stuff going on, but I wanted to first ask you um, about your FUBAR blogcast. I've been uh, watching the last couple episodes of that. Oh, thanks. Yeah, no, I just figured out, like, you know, because COVID sort of everyone's hunkered down and you can't get out too much. I might as well start, like, you know, just connecting with folks regularly on YouTube. Well, you're a channel, uh, Terry's Tube. I mean, that's a must for for fans of you. Uh, I I particularly love the stuff uh, you're doing with Bret Hart and driving him around. Oh, thanks. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's been really good to me. Like, you know, sometimes I've been down on my luck and Bret's like, okay, Terry, I'll give you odd jobs here and there. I haven't seen him in a while because of COVID, but yeah, like, I, you know, even one time in the summer, he's letting me swim in his pool there. So I do appreciate Bret for sure. Well, how do you hook up with uh, with Bret Hart or, you know, some of these guys that I see you hanging around with uh, on your uh, channel? Is it just, uh, you know, all the Canadians are sticking together? Or? Well, no, you know, it was kind of a, just a matter of chance. Like, I, I met uh, this DJ from one of the local stations, probably a bit like you, you know, he and he, he knew, knows sort of like people in town. So there was this DJ from uh, a station in Calgary called CJ92, and he, I guess he's known Bret for years, and... So I was just sort of hanging around him and he, he's like, he brought me over because Brett has like a little tournament there every year with uh, table hockey. He's got a whole bunch of vintage table hockeys. And so I, I got invited to that just by chance, really. Well, and I saw you hanging out with the uh, the guys from Trailer Park Boys uh, recently here as well. It was probably a matter of time before you wound up hanging around with those guys. Yeah, no kidding. Like, yeah, I mean, I, it's funny because like we were kind of working on like similar things at the same time, but didn't know each other, if that makes sense. Like way back in the 2000s is when, you know, they first, the first documentary crew followed me and that's exactly when the documentary crew was following them. So it was just a matter of time, you know, but you know, I was out East and then luckily I'm out now, but I had to spend some time in the Sunnyvale correctional facility with those guys. Yeah. I saw the, uh, the episodes they made of that over on the swear net uh, will we see you uh, maybe with those guys uh, outside of jail, hanging out maybe at the trailer park? Or? Oh, I hope so. Like, that's how I met them. I did, like, they do this sort of talk show, Park After Dark, and I, that's how I met them, and it was in Ricky's trailer. So I have spent a bit of time there. So definitely more fun than jail. Like, jail's been kind of a, it was sort of a struggle, but I'm glad to be out. But, yeah, I'm certainly hoping 
I'm all, I'm all, honestly just hoping I can take out bubbles. Like he's got that little go-kart. Like that would be a lifelong dream of mine pretty much. <laughs> well, Terry, you mentioned Canada obviously is a very big place, but uh, can you kind of describe uh, for the listeners out there, maybe if they're not from, uh, you know, up around the Midwest or uh, up in the great white North there, what, uh, you know, what it means and what it's like to kind of be a Canadian. Cause I'm guessing maybe they get the wrong idea from seeing, you know, trailer park boys and, and some of these things that kind of shine a different light on it. Yeah, no, like uh, there's, there's certain Canadians that are sort of like a little more trouble, like me and like, the trailer park boys. And like, I'm, I don't know if you've heard a long time ago, like Bob and Doug or like Wayne's world, like that guy who plays uh, Wayne, he's a Canadian too. So like, you know, there's those kind of Canadians, but then there's like probably the more average Canadians and, they're just generally like really friendly people. And they always like, sometimes it's awkward. Cause they're like, no, you go first. No, you go first. I'll hold the door. And like when people aren't from here, they're like, wow, why are they so nice? But it's kind of <laughs> just like in our, in our blood, we can't help ourselves. Like it's, you know, like people who uh, come up here and like cars stop at the road. Like as soon as you get near the edge of the curb, there a car will stop. If you're not ready and you'll be like, what's going on here? You know, whereas some cities, it's like, fuck that, but, you know, like, oh, I don't know if I should swear on the radio. Sorry there, bud. But <laughs> that's all some right. cities, some cities, like, the cars don't stop, you know, and that's just the way it is. But up here in Canada, usually, like, if you get near that corner, they'll hit the brakes and let you through. It's just, I don't really know where it comes from, but uh, that's just how we are up here. And, you know, I, I'd like to say we're pretty similar to you, to our neighbors. Like, you're our closest neighbors, and there's a lot of things. Like, we, do, we like to give her and drink beer and, you know, rock and roll and all that stuff we're not that different we're just like i don't know maybe we're like a small town version of some of you guys you know like we're, we're a smaller country we don't have as much like as much population and, and we're a little further spread out if you know what i mean so i guess we're kind of like your small town cousins <laughs> well of course uh, you know all that stuff is documented in the fubar movies can you talk a bit about those i mean because uh a lot of people yeah. are big fans of the movies. Uh, what is that for you, you know, kind of being followed around by these camera crews? Yeah, you know, at first I was pretty excited. I was like, oh, they're going to follow us on the crew. They're like, follow us around. And then, you know, eventually, like, some of it's like, you know, like, they, you know, I had like a couple $20 bills in my wallet. Like, I was doing okay. They didn't show that part of the movie, you know. Like, sometimes they made us look a little, little worse for wear, you know. But that's just the way like, Hollywood is, you know. They kind of adapted a little bit but it's been great like ever since that movie was was made or that documentary is made like now i'm going to a bar and people are like hey tara i'll buy you a beer so that's pretty much been the number one thing since that happened like it was a while ago it was almost like 15 20 years ago so i've been getting free beers since so like i'm never going to complain about what happened there like you know and i do miss Farrell every time i watch them like well, well that's what happened to Farrell there so if you haven't seen it like you know wait for that part well, I imagine you must be getting recognized everywhere you're going now because of those movies. Yeah, sometimes, like a little more when they're playing on the TV, you know, because then it's like I'm kind of, my face is in, like, their recent memory, you know. Oh, where did I recognize you from? Oh, that thing that was just on TV. Like, so, you know, sometimes it doesn't play and then it'll be back on again. So, like, whenever it's on the TV, then I'm, like, out there at the bar a bit more. Well, not now because of COVID, but I'm out, out and about more like whenever it's on the TV, because then people are like, hey, I just seen you there, bud. So, and now that the internet's out there, it's true, I'm getting recognized more often. And, and actually, I've been getting a lot of messages, like email messages from Americans, because like our movies are now available. Like it hasn't really been that easy to find in the United States, but now it's on uh, Amazon Prime and like Tubi and Roku. So you can go find it. Like Tubi is actually free. Like you just 
you don't even have to log in. You can just start watching the movie. So, so since then, I've been getting a lot of like emails from Americans saying, "Hey, Tara, right on. I like your stuff and stuff like that." You know. Yeah, that's awesome. And again, uh, you can see everything you're up to uh, over on uh, Terry's Tube on YouTube. How is it uh, your relationship with Diener these days? Are you guys uh, still hanging out much? Yeah, well, not so much because we're like sort of in separate parts of the country. You know what I mean? And like he's on the east coast or east side. I'm on the west, so I don't see him that often. You know what I mean? And and plus, I've been sort of busy giving her like for the Calgary Flames. Like he's an Edmonton Oilers fan now, so it's like you know. It's like we're, we're, you know, if I seen it, it would be like no time has passed, if that makes sense. Like we know each other really well, but sure. like lately it's just our our paths don't seem to be crossing. And, you know, that's okay too, you know, like I gave her with Dean a whole, a whole lot. So, you know, I'm sure I'll see him down the road. Well, I know you guys had the TV show out uh, about you guys not too long ago. Could we see maybe another movie or do you think the crew will be following you around once uh, this COVID stuff is out of here? I think so. Like I'm definitely, you know, working on some stuff. I got some ideas and, and like I said, yeah, COVID really sort of screwed us up a bit, slowed everything down, but you know, nothing's impossible is what I say. Like, you know, definitely like, you know, I, I, I ain't a spring chicken, but like I ain't a water, like old raisin just yet. So I'd, I'd, I'd keep your ear to the ground because I'm definitely going to be cranking out some more stuff for sure. Well, I know you guys uh, just had the uh, the game out as well, uh, Fubar just giver. So, I mean, uh, the fans uh, of you and Diener obviously uh, still got some uh, new stuff out there to check out. For sure, for sure. There's lots out there actually. Like there's yeah, like you said, there's the Agent Computer, which is a little hard to find. I'm working on that. I'm trying to get them to be like, here, Terry, you can load it on YouTube or something because there's only the one episode. Otherwise, it's on. It's a bit hard to find in America, age of computer, but the mobile game is you just download it and give her on it right away. Like you click and there's great little storylines in there. Like, you know, me and Dean are on adventures that you can like, as you play the game, it's kind of like a new chapter sort of. So I think if you're looking for some quick given or, you know, I'd had hit up the playfubar.com for sure. Like to download that game. Awesome. Well, Terry, I, I want to ask you, um, your advice, I guess, your thoughts on uh, metal bands from Canada. I know you guys worked with Thor, and you know I've got Helix, yeah. Anvil, obviously. Where's the best place for the listeners maybe to start to, you know, if they need an education in, in Canadian heavy music? Yeah, I'd say Anvil. You, you hit the you hit the hammer right on the head, sort of speak, or you hit the hammer right on the anvil. That that's pretty much your go to. <laughs> like, you know, I, I you just said it there, Helix for sure. Um, you know, like. Uh, there's a newer band that I really like. I don't know if you've heard of them, but they're called Monster Truck. And they're a Canadian band. They're younger guys, but they, they give her. Like, they're, they're called Monster Truck. And, uh, like, they toured with, like, Nickelback. Well, Nickelback's, like, the classic Canadian band that most Americans would have heard of. And some people don't like them, and some people do, because they're kind of not that heavy and all that. But, you know, that you can't say a popular Canadian band and not mention Nickelback. Sure. Because, you know, they're huge, they're huge. But they're not like metal, like what you're asking me, but I just feel sort of obligated to mention them because, you know, they're like the, a global band that, that are from Canada. Well, and of course, so you guys worked with uh, Thor, and John Michael Thor. I remember he had the music video for FUBAR out. Yeah, FUBAR is a super rocker. He's he's a real special human. Like, he could do all those tricks, like bending steel with his teeth and blowing up water uh, hot water bottles, like... And he's from a special time, like back in the heyday of, of rock, sort of. So anytime I could spend a few minutes with Thor was just a treasure, real real special time, you know? Like, I haven't seen him in a while. I should reach out to Thor and just check in on him there. I, 
I, I haven't seen him around in a while, but yeah, uh, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm trying to think of the other like uh, metal bands. Like I usually just follow the metal. I don't really care which country it's from. Like, you know, I, I've been listening to the new ACDC album. I'm pretty happy with it. And I always flip back to the old stuff too. Like if you have to ask my favorite song, it's probably going to be Riff Raff by ACDC. I don't know if you heard that one. Oh, definitely. Definitely. That's my top track. Like I could listen to that infinitely on like if i was stuck on a desert island and i could only have one track it would be that one <laughs> well terry i know you've got the uh, foobar blogcast and terry's tube is there anything else maybe in the works or something else that we should be looking out for uh you know like you know how it works with like film and tv it takes a while right but uh we are working on a uh, like a cartoon sort of series so but those okay. take a long time to draw like you got to draw like whatever like 15 pictures for every second or something so it's going to be a little while but that's cooking and then, uh, like I said, as soon as COVID opens up, me and Brett were working on a, a thing like I was going to maybe try to work on his house and, and sort of hang around with him a bit more. I'm hoping to. Yeah, and I'm hoping the Calgary Flames do well this year because, you know, the better they do, the more they're like, Terry, you got to give her for us. So kind of got my fingers crossed for the Calgary Flames. Awesome, man. I'm a big fan of yours, and uh, it's great that you're still out there and we're able to uh, catch everything on your YouTube channel. Again, thank you so much for your time, Terry. I appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure, and I'll be up on Thursday, so we'll see you then, I hope. All right, I'll be looking for you. Okay, give her, buddy. Right on, right on. See you later. All right, thanks, Terry. Yeah, bye. And again, that was the one and only Terry Cahill from FUBAR. And again, you can check out the FUBAR blogcast and everything else he's got coming up here on his YouTube channel, Terry's Tube.
Hey, good day. This is Phil Rudd. You listen to the five count. Good luck. <laughs> Thank you. Basically, I'd say an uncooperative and rebellious attitude, which, um, well, it worked itself out in, you know, long, greasy hair, uh, beer advertisement T-shirt. Oh, they liked to play some of the, the worst of the bands, which, I don't know, what was it, uh, a Dead Leopard or Sick Cougar or, or some of those.
socks have all been nailed to the wall. All them kids are hoping that Shanto will shapeshift in and fill them all. Each heart is childlike and warm, dreaming of sweet things to come on Christmas morn. Here comes the snow. time of the year and you can just sit back and get rip-roaring loaded on eggnog and mow down on those little tiny oranges. God bless us, everyone. Hi, everybody. This is Lips from the band Anvil. You are listening to the one, two, three, four, five count. You know it.
as it stands, plan B is, is just to keep on giving her, Farrell. What exactly does that mean? Give her. You just, you go out and you give her. Like, you, you work hard. That's what... Is that, is that a plan? Yeah, that's a plan right there. Right, so yeah, I just, uh, it's one of those, probably the first song I wrote ever on acoustic guitar. I'm just sort of learning this one. So, anyways. Rock and roll is my guitar. Girls' electricity, and if I got both of them, I got all, all I need. I could live a life without liquor. I know that it'd be hot, but life without girls and rock and roll would break my heart. Cause rock and roll ain't a game. Stop at any time It's a really serious thing Like war and crime The rock and roll Ain't a game Well you know all the rules You gotta pick up your guitar And play And play the fool Because love is a burning flame And if you ain't got love tonight Well, it's a crying shame Electricity, and if I both of them, I got all, all I need. <laughs> Here you go, Farrell. Welcome back, Ton. Thank you so much. We're, we were giving her with Terry Cahill from Fubar. Awesome. You could check out uh, all sorts of stuff from Terry on Terry's Tube on YouTube. You want to know something that I think is a little bit strange? Sure. About uh, Canada, Canadian stuff. So there's like, it seems like culturally there is there is some differences happening in Canada, and I think that that's awesome. I like I like the differences in cultures, um, but there is certain there's like uh, 
I wonder what it is. I wonder what they would think about it. But there's like a subculture that is basically looks like they wished they grew up in Southern California. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a certain... Do you know what's... You know how, like, there's a Southern California type dude who... Or, or somewhere in California type dude, like a Long Beach type dude who's covered in tattoos and wears flat brim hats, which, like, everyone wears now flat brimmed hats and certain style shades and, uh, you know, likes motorcycles and, you know, being... This being, is essentially you you're being describing. Being cool and tough and whatever. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. And so just say the ton, and then I'll know what you mean. <laughs> no, because I'm to I'm totally not it, and it totally stems from somewhere in California, I'm pretty sure. But now it's like it's slowly crept over to everywhere else where dudes want to have this look, and and that's where it's from. Anyways, there's certain shows. Like there's this guy, Bad Chad, um, which I've watched some of it. For the record, anyone named Chad... I don't know how bad you could be, really. Yeah. So, for the record, I don't. I don't want to actually say anything bad about Chad. <laughs> okay. Um, he he had a show on where he built cars for people. Now, I, I I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say my real opinion because I guess even if we had Chad on the show, I would be pretty open with him about it, but. It's like there's honestly some stuff that he builds where I'm like a hundred percent who who in their right mind thinks that this is all good and is willing to pay tens of thousands of dollars for this. I don't I don't understand it at all. And he he would fall into that category for me where he has like tattoos everywhere, wears a flat brim hat, um, doesn't talk like a California dude. Totally talks like a Canadian, which is awesome. And you can tell he's like that Canadian giver, givener type personality, which is great. Love it. In a lot of ways, the guy's personality reminds me almost a little bit like a Canadian version of my dad. Like really amped up and passionate about things, which I love. But the things he builds, I'm not always, I don't always think is great. But that's just me in my opinion. And that, that's, not, that's not trying to say anything against the guy. Um, but he, he, I think his show stopped and he now does it all on YouTube and he's building, um, a very famous Bugatti car. He's, he's like building a, um, like a reproduction, I guess you could call it of that car, but he's building it himself from scratch, uh, for his wife. And that's great. And, and him doing that, watching some of that actually looks like, okay, now I'm seeing you put your skills to a different type of use. And it's, you know, for it's, it's coming out really nice. Anyway, it's just that thing. Like, did those guys, like, see the color California car culture thing and just get on board and then you, like, adapt that identity for yourself? Even all the way up in super snowy Canada, but you're still, you're just, like, committed to that? Like, you can't just be a normal dude in Canada but still build, like, cool cars? I don't know. It's, it's interesting to me. When there's people like that, that that like take on an identity based off of a culture in a different, like just from a city, it's really interesting. There's other YouTubers that I see also that are from Canada and build like motorcycles and stuff. 
They do the same thing, like neck tattoos and flat-brimmed hats, and it's just interesting to see. It's weird to even think that it makes it all the way to Canada. So you're upset that they stole your look? No, I don't have that look. Tom and I don't has think, that look. Just <laughs> let me let me set the record straight here. I don't think for I can pull that look off. Uh, if you've never met Ton or seen him before, and you have a picture in your mind, that's probably not what he actually looks like. Ton looks exactly like Dave Navarro, <laughs> but more Canadian. <laughs> he's like a Canadian Dave Navarro, wow. but he's not from Canada. Yeah. Okay. It's a real weird dichotomy. Well, thanks for that. It's hot though, is what it is. Super hot. So, um, I mean, if you were ever watching two-wheeled ton, thinking, man, I wish that camera would just flip around and maybe show the other side of things. Like, yeah. I mean, I just want to look at what this man looks like, because what he sounds like is working. <laughs> no, I don't know. That that thing has just always fascinated me, how people adopt kind of like these other identities, but then say that it's like, well, that's no, no way. I didn't pull that from someone else this is me being me and it's like well very obviously to an outsider you're in along with this subculture thing but i mean i guess maybe it's just that simple that you you identify with that subculture and then want to look the part i guess i don't know what subculture do you think i ripped my look off from um i don't know maybe old men from the 1950s okay like the old fat guys that just come home from the stone quarry and sit at the kitchen table and grumble? Yeah, pretty much. Man, you just hit spot on Nail first on the time. Yeah, hardworking. think about it. Hardworking, you know, hardworking man, no matter what, will do everything that it takes to take care of his family. You know what I mean? Kind of grumbly on his own, but really is an ultra sweetheart deep down inside, you know? You can gather all that from just this frumpy exterior? Yes, 100%. Wow. <laughs> going to tear up here. Or grumble. Yeah, it's fine. It's good. It's a good way to be. Ton, uh, not many of you left, Dust. Well, you know, there were quite a few more of me left back in the day before we all uh, grumbled ourselves to death at the kitchen table of the big one. Really? I'm talking, you know, like even as recent as 10 years ago. 10 years ago. Because this is the part of the program where we go back 10 years in five-count history. Aw, yeah. Ton, uh, it's Valentine's weekend of 2011. was 10 years ago. Do you know what that means? No idea. I feel like we've probably complained about it incessantly in the past, and we're probably going to do it again this time around. Do you know what that means 10 years ago? It's the one where we got booted off of it, off the air, so that they could play, like, stupid trivia. Exactly. There was no five count 10 years ago this week. Ridiculous. And that was something that happened for a good four or five year stretch where we weren't allowed to have shows on Valentine's. And I know we've complained about this in the past several times and we're going to do it again. We, for some reason, simulcasted some other station in St. Cloud or Bumdork, North Dakota or somewhere. I don't even remember where it was. Yeah, it wasn't even like a famous thing. It wasn't even like a big station from somewhere. And it most certainly wasn't anybody from internally on our station, like doing fun, cool stuff that they wanted, that management wanted to support somehow. No, it was literally like another college station or something that, that did 
trivia and was super lame. And it was like, can't you just let us do our show and then we'll put that stuff back on or whatever? Like, what's the problem? It was essentially like Trivial Pursuit. Yeah, like we're going to play Color Me Bad and like, you know, help some guys out. Yeah, we're going to get some people to second and third base out on the point just by playing the sweet tunes that we usually play and being our sweet selves. But instead, you're going to make people sit around and do Trivial Pursuit. This is weird. And on Valentine's Day. Yeah, it's weird. That's not romantic. So that's what was happening for our former general manager, I think, was maybe getting money under the table from Ampers or something. I I can't say for sure, so don't quote me on that. Allegedly, something was happening where we are going to listen to strangers play Trivial Pursuit over the airwaves on Valentine's, because if you have that on in the background, you're sure to get some. That's not... No way are you getting any with that on in the background. You should have stuck with us. We would have played Bobby Brown and everything would have been cream cheese. We have had some sexy, steamy Valentine shows in the past. Yes. But 10 years ago was not one of them. It was not one of them. We didn't even have a show. Serious bummer. So if you add in... I don't know what episode this is. 860 or something. Mm -hmm. But if you add in all the times when... We weren't allowed to do a show or told to buzz off or like something happened technically where the general manager was just like, oh, you're just the idiots on the weekends. Whatever. I'll fix it Monday. We probably would have like another 15 shows or something. Probably would. Yeah. So you should be outraged if you're out there listening. Just get outraged. Get outraged and then go to the five and listen to the Valentine shows that are on there. Just not from 10 years ago. There wasn't one. Yeah, so that was 10 years ago in five-count history, Ton. Nothing. That's crazy. But now we're back. Just know in our hearts we wanted you. We really are obviously, as you can hear, still upset about it a decade after the fact. Yeah. We're romantic-type dudes. It's basically like all year long we wait to bring them romance to the people. We wait to give her to you. There it is. <laughs> Speaking of giving her, here's a question from John in New Ulm. Really? He sent us a message via the Five Count Hotline. Awesome. 507-519-2030. It's the Five Count Hotline. Yes. You can 507. Call there. Yeah. Tom five. will tell you the message, and then I'll talk over him. 519-2030, right? Sure. We should, we should, we should say it more than once. 507-519-2030. You should definitely call or text that number. Leave Ton a message, and you could hear your voice on the radio. Impress your grandma. Yeah. Ton will know you exist. That will bring meaning to your life. We'll play your voicemail on air. It'll be great. Then you could think to yourself when you're making your little, like, uh, origami things with the, uh, like you used to do in school, you know, like the fortune teller, or you're doing like your mishmash mush. And you put Ton's name on like you always do. But this time it might actually happen because Ton will actually know that you're a real person who exists. Yeah. Just be like Nikki Silverstrudel or whoever that sends us voicemails all the time. Nikki is a a great person and she likes to share little bits of her life and, and how she listens to our show. Just be like her. Send us in a voicemail. We'll play it on the show. We'll interact with you. And then Nikki will say, hey, you know what? 
I always dreamed that one day I would live in a mansion and have a Corvette with six kids and marry Tun. And now it's like mathematically could maybe possibly happen because Tun knows I exist. It's possible. Because I called him once. It's exactly. And he heard my voice. You could have those feelings 100%. So now it's extremely unlikely, but at before that it was impossible. Exactly. So the odds are in your favor. But now I'm telling you there's a chance. Tun, there is a chance that I forgot to read the question from John and New Alt. Oh, what's the question? Uh, well, it's actually, I asked him a question and he responded because he works at a movie theater. Yeah. I don't know if he wants us to tell everyone that, but now it's out there. It's out there now. He said that like legit, legally, we could give him $100 and then we could rent the movie theater. Only a hundred bucks? But I don't know if we, he says you can bring in any DVD you have. That seems illegal and false. Do you think that's true? Or do you have to choose a movie that they have copyright access to? Well, I'm guessing he didn't want this all out. Forget I said that if, uh, you know, the six of you out there. Listen, whoever heard that, you're invited. So now you're also our friend and an accessory. So I'm guessing. Tons of movie crimes. I'm guessing he's thinking um, for 100 bucks you can rent it out and play whatever movie you want for me and you and possibly him to watch. But if we were trying to invite the public then and charge tickets, then probably not okay. He says up to 10 people or more. Oh, wow. Because I don't want to pay 50 bucks to watch a movie that I own, but I will pay $5 if, you know, 20 other people want to show up. I guess we should just most definitely not at all ever mention the actual movie theater that he's talking about or that he works at and we probably shouldn't have uh, aired all this out publicly it's definitely probably not the one in new Ulm. i know that much okay so now you're ensuring that we definitely don't make this happen i don't know what your problem is ton i got a lot of problems and i don't know all of them myself you should have just not said every day there's more and more of them Oh, man. Your attitude currently is uh, near the top of that list. Listen, we were like really close to watching Miami Connection on the big screen, and I feel like you might have just ruined it. But I don't want to pay 100 bucks to watch a movie I could watch at your house for free. Yeah, but off air, you could have said that very thing, and then I would have said, it's no problem. We okay. can invite 10 people. John, listen, everyone else, turn this off, because this isn't meant to be on the air. Hey, John, do we get like free popcorn and stuff? Or like... uh Dippin' Dots, that's the ice cream of the future. Now you want free stuff on top of it. Wow. Well, at least heavily discounted ton. Heavily discounted. I'm providing the movie and paying 100 bucks. I ought to get something out of this deal. I think we got to start playing some music and get our act together. Ton, uh, let's get our sexy act together. Oh, yeah. Because it's Valentine's. Let's play some uh, romantic songs for people out there to get them in the mood for afro pop which is coming up soon not very sexy well you know maybe they have some of that like uh, aborigine music that has like a lot of drums and stuff you're gonna have to get all the sexiness out of your system in the next 10 minutes uh here's tons favorite valentine song lots of songs about love and then we'll come back yeah Thank you for this wonderful night Wishing I could see you one more time But I don't think it will happen So I thank you And if you wanna still fool around You could come through the next town But until then I gotta go So I 
show, so I thank you. And if you wanna still get sex down, you can catch the next play. How about until then? I gotta go, so I thank you. I love them hoes, love them hoes, love them hoes.
Hi, this is Nina Hartley, and you are listening to Five Count. It's such an easy game to play Love Take my hand and I'll show you the way Shed your skin Let me begin to love Love Girl, you know I'll show you
This is Mary Wilson of The Supremes, and you're listening to The Five Counts.
We're back, Ton. We are back. And I love everyone. That was very romantic. Thank you so much. Thanks to everyone listening. Happy Valentine's Day. It's been a great Valentine's episode. Heather, happy Valentine's Day. Twitter, Lori, I'm looking in your direction. Happy Valentine's Day. Jerry's severe sunburn. You know, uh, I hope everything's going well for you, bud. Barb Klein, I'll be by, uh, well, you know, the usual spot. Yeah. That's great. Hey, we just heard the Supremes. Rest in peace, Five Count alumnus Mary Wilson of the Supremes. Oh, what a bummer. Just wanted to mention that. That was a nice thing to mention. Well, you know, it's uh, kind of been a rough uh, couple of months here for Five Count alumni. Yeah. Nikki Silverspoon, happy Valentine's Day. Thanks for being awesome listeners and fans of this program. Shilbill, happy Valentine's Day, even though I think that you're uh, kind of questionable on how much you actually like me or don't. It's fine. He said we get free custard, and then we get to go to the movies and get free uh, Dippin' Dots. Oh, he's coming to the movies with us? But you have an upset tummy, so you can't handle all that dairy. So he won't get me anything. This is ridiculous. Maybe you could put the popcorn bucket in your lap and see where it takes you. Maybe I'll just pay my own 100 bucks separately and watch something on my own. Maybe you should go to Lori Dawn Ceramics and buy the five-count medallion. Let's do it. That'll be a romantic gift for that special someone. Yes, it's a very good plan. Pick one up today. Go to Patreon if you want to get us a valentine. Go to Patreon. For only $1, you can get exclusive content, including something new, The Five Count, at the movies. You get to watch some kind of ridiculous movie of our choosing and us kind of commentating along with it. It's good fun. And uh, check out Patreon for a new off-the-record recording where Ton uh, has a lot of things that he said that he thought were in private, but he just realized now are no longer in private. Yes. <laughs> Possibly incriminating. I think that's it, Tom. That is it. It's been the sexiest night of my life. Thank you so much. I'll see you next week. Go to Terry's Tube on YouTube for Terry Cahill. And thank you so much and see you next time. And I love you also. (laughs) See ya.